0: Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello everyone, how are you? I hope you're having a lovely week. Today's episode is with Grace Hodgson. She is a photo assistant based in London and she is a really, really sweet girl who has taken the time out of her day to come and give us loads of information about assisting um, particularly in London but the process is pretty similar all around the world so I think that this episode is going to be really helpful for anyone who is just getting into fashion photography or who's maybe just finished university or even school and is wondering how to break into the photo industry, how to learn and assisting is definitely one of the best ways to learn about the photography industry specifically but also the technical side of things and I think Grace explains really well how she got into it, why she does it, what she's learnt, what her career um, hopes and dreams are and all those sorts of things so I think you'll find this episode really really interesting. I learnt a bunch of stuff and really enjoyed talking to her um she also we forgot to mention at the end of the episode that if you have any questions about assisting specifically um please feel free to send her a direct message on Instagram or email her and she is more than happy to help. Um she's a really really lovely girl, you'll really like listening to her. Um before we jump into the episode though, I just wanted to send give you a little reminder, please don't forget to leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts if you are enjoying listening and if you're finding it helpful. That really helps boost me in the Apple podcast charts and gets more people like you listening to the episodes. Um, And if you do that within the next uh, few weeks um this this is episode four of the podcast I believe if I'm correct so there should be six more episodes so that means you have six more weeks to get involved and leave a review and if you do so in that time you'll be entered into a raffle where you can win the chance to have some coaching with me for free for half an hour all about your photography career so get leaving reviews if only if you enjoy it of course please don't leave negative reviews we just want positive happy reviews here um okay that's enough from me. I'm going to let you jump into the episode. Hi, Grace. Hi, Olivia. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Pleasure to be here. Um, Can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and how you got into photography?
1: So, I'm a fashion photographer and assistant based in London. Um, I kind of started getting into it back kind of GCSE era I did an early art GCSE and kind of just fell in love with photography I found art quite like boring yeah um to be honest like the long process of it all mm-hmm. so I thought you know try photography and then kind of just snowballed really I feel like once you find an interest in it mm-hmm. and I love you just focus in and uh yeah just escalate from there I really don't know
0: <laughs> amazing and did you study it at a level as well
1: yeah I did um And I kind of realised how much I loved it, because me and my sister, were twins, we did the exact same Uh A-levels, and she did all my psychology work, and I did all her photography A-levels. Amazing. So I was like, okay, no, I must really love it, because I just want to do it all the time, and even do her one as well, so. Yeah, and did you study at
0: university, or did you skip university?
1: Yeah, I did. I just studied photography, I didn't do fashion, Mm -hmm. uh, which I kind of am happy about, I'm I'm kind of mixed feelings about it, really, Mm -hmm. because it's hard i don't it was very theoretical it wasn't very commercial it was very art based yeah. um, but again that taught me a different aspect of it which yeah. i think also comes across you know now now in my work it changes it a lot
0: yeah and where did you study southampton Solon. oh okay very nice yeah yeah down by the coast <laughs> lovely yeah well I do too I, I still live by the coast for the time being yeah. um and it's, nice. it's definitely the best place so yeah. after you finished uni how come you decided to move back to London I know you don't live in central London but you live sort of within how far do you live like an hour's reach yeah London?
1: I would say like central London can get in between an hour hour and a half yeah. um I moved back to my parents because yeah. London rent and freelance don't really go hand in hand yeah so I moved back and just kind of started. Yeah, just pushing the assisting as much as I could. Mm-hmm. And like, while I'm I don't have to have, you know, a thousand pounds rent each month, I'm kind of like just focusing on assisting and just pushing my own photography. I can test more that I don't have that pressure. Yeah. So, yeah, the commute is quite treacherous. But now summer's coming. It's actually a lot better. <laughs> Good.
0: And for context, can you tell people how old you are? so I'm 22 yeah yeah okay great so just I think that helps people know kind of where you are in your career and, yes. and where they can like relate from a point of view so you've mentioned assisting and I know that's how I know you is because we had a chat about you potentially yeah. assisting me um on some of my work we haven't had a chance to work together yet but I'm sure that will change yeah. and um I wanted to get someone on the show who had a lot of experience with assisting and had been doing it for a while and you were the first person I thought of and you very kindly agreed to come on on the show so yeah, why did you decide to try assisting and get into assisting
1: I think at university I was shooting a lot um for obviously my projects and stuff and I was just looking at Nick Knight's work Rankin's work and I was like I don't get how do I get there like I just don't get it um and I started work, speaking with my tutors and the, and some assistants would come into our university and talk so they were like assisting you know you can watch without the pressure you can watch everything they're doing you can see their lighting setups and you can see okay to get to this stage this is what you need to do mm-hmm. without you know it's not like a lesson but you can it is
0: yeah
1: so I kind of just started doing that and I thought well all I, I can you know I know I love taking pictures and I love doing that but technically to be a fashion photographer it, it's not always that easy mm-hmm. um and I kind of didn't have that technicality behind me so I just, yeah, started assisting. And um, it's the, no pressure, which I love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you just switch off at the end of the day. So just, yeah, love going on set. What, kind of take note of everything that's going on. Yeah. And then, yeah, each shoot becomes a bit easier or you get more confident. Like And I still, to this day, learn something new on yeah. every single shoot I do. Yeah, it's always great.
0: Yeah, I think it's... I mean, I haven't assisted myself and I'm sure that if I had moved from Cornwall after I finished my degree and gone to London, that's what I would have done because it's the logical step. It's the Mm, quickest way to accelerate from being kind of a student to then going into the real world and you continue almost being a student but you're working at the same time and you're you're building this amazing career of knowledge which is so yeah, essential definitely. in our industry because people who don't assist like me we have to go around and figure out mm. lighting setups on our own and it's a lot of trial and error and sometimes it doesn't yeah, work. For sure. so, I think assisting is amazing and anyone who asks me what their first step out of uni should be if they can assist I always say that I would recommend it And I kind of wish that I had done more of it Um, but so if people want to start getting into assisting how did you get your first assisting jobs because I don't think the many photographers who are just starting out have a clue how to even get started with assisting
1: yeah to be honest I didn't really have a clue I was just kind of winging it Mm -hmm. and I would Instagram I feel like is the most is the place where like there are the most photographers Mm -hmm. it's easy accessible so I would kind of go on there and screenshot whenever I found photographers I like like I'm always on Instagram Mm -hmm. and then every so often I'd gather all those photographers together and just email out like I could not tell you the amount of emails I've sent (laughs) and then I maybe get one response out of like a 100 it's it, but it's worth it. Like You just have to keep pushing. Yeah. So I would email out being, even just saying like, look, right now, I don't actually have any experience. So I can understand if they didn't want me on set, but could yeah. I just come along on set? If there's anything I can help with, can I, if not, am I able to come and almost watch, but, yeah. you know, do what I can? Yeah. Um, and I know people say don't work for free, but I would say, cause, because I had no experience at the time, I can't expect someone to pay me, mm-hmm. you know, a day's rate when I don't know what I'm doing. So I'd just say, look, I'll come along for first for free. And then if you like, then we can work together Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of it just snowballed like now most of the jobs I get it'll be someone messaging me going oh um this person gave me your number are you free for this shoot that kind of thing so um yeah once you get the ball rolling it it does get easier just the first I would say the first year is tough and that's why I couldn't live in London because again one Mm -hmm. week I'll get nothing and then the next week I'm doing like 90 hours or something crazy like it's just unpredictable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And I think that it's, you're right. Starting out free, it's the same as if you want to start working for brands. Um, mm. I, people hate working for free. And I get it. Like it sucks when you have to spend a whole day working Definitely. and you don't get, make any money. But at the same time, we're all in this because we love it. And if, yeah, I, if I go out and shoot something for free for a brand that I love that's going to potentially get me hired by them later there's no it's a no-brainer mm, um yeah and if you're going to be able to assist someone who you s- admire so much mm. and then learn from them in the process and help them and build your career alongside them and be able to ask them questions and get their advice that's yeah. incredible and if you have to get you know if you have to do maybe two or three shoots for free just to prove yourself to them yeah then I think that's a an absolute no-brainer to, to yeah. do that
1: but um, then when I Sorry. Carry on. Yeah. I was gonna say when I do work, I then never undercharge, you know, Mm -hmm. I make sure I'm charging the right one. But when I first started assisting, I got thrown into quite a big job. It was the fashion week jobs that I do. Um so I go and to Paris and stuff. And yeah, I emailed him on a whim just thinking, you know, I'd love to to help in any way I can. I didn't really know in what way I could. But um he just emailed back and was like, Can I call you? And was like, So London's next week and then Paris is the week after, like can you come? And I was like, uh yeah, sure. Oh my god. And um, I was like, sorry, mom, I'm going to Paris to work with this guy I've never met. Like, it'll be fine. It's great. It's for, like British folk. It's great. Amazing. That's but, incredible. Yeah, so you just have to throw yourself in the deep end and be really willing to like be attentive and like take on everything. And it, it does work. It yeah.
0: Yeah. And so you just mentioned Fashion Month, and that was kind of my next yeah. question, was that you've just finished at a pretty intense fashion. Yeah. Month. <laughs> and can you tell us what you do when you're on Fashion Weeks and you're with this photographer? Like, can you mention his name? Like, I don't actually know what his yeah, name is. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I work for a guy called James Cochran, and he works for British Vogue, mm-hmm. and I assist him, and together, I think, together this season, so I just do London and Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty but cool. together, just, yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, I would love to do, like, obviously the other locations, but um, yeah, at some point maybe. But um
0: sorry i completely lost my train of thought there Can what, you know? <laughs> what do you do with um what do you do with him when you're on fashion week
1: oh yeah so we shot i think we did about 80 shows oh in my total. god yeah so we backstage and i so for the bigger shows you know dior burberry things like that i like for him mm-hmm. so i do his lighting and it's all portable because it's very quick and we have to you know get all the models, their looks, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then when it's slightly smaller shows or we have a really busy day, up to you know, 11, 12 shows a day, we'll split them. Mm-hmm. So I'll go and shoot some and he'll go and shoot some and then we meet at the end of the day. And,
0: oh yeah. my God, so you're getting actual hands-on shooting experience as
1: well. Yeah, so I didn't at the start, I yeah. was just lighting. And then, because I think, you know, you do you end up proving yourself on jobs, things yeah. like that. And then He was like, you know what, I 11 shows a day is so much, let's split it. Um, so I started shooting for him and yeah, everything in print for British Vogue is like what we cover.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. What an amazing experience for you.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It doesn't really seem surreal that like I get to be backstage and like see all the, all the models and stuff. Like yeah. it still just doesn't, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Your
0: dream job. And like you're going to be able to now know exactly how that works for when you eventually Mm. want to branch off and go and do it on your own because that is that is what the career path is eventually you won't work for him you'll just work for yourself and you'll have all this experience behind you that you can then go and be like okay I know exactly what I'm doing yeah when you say that you're lighting can you explain to people what that actually involves like do you hold it do you have to set up a stand so yeah
1: he has on camera flash Mm -hmm. and then I have um, a quantum flash on like a pole and I'll like do all the settings from I have a little um, turbo power mm-hmm. and like the case on my hip. I just wear it on like over yeah. my shoulder and I'll do all the settings for it. So then as soon as we like we've got the model in front of us, we're like good to go. And he doesn't have to think about anything else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I like usually backlight the hair. Oh, OK. So, yeah, any of the images where it's kind of got that almost like halos, that backlit effect, yeah. that probably be from my light yeah so we just do that for the bigger shows because we do a lot of beauty that's what the publication yeah. loves so yeah it's great that um I get to be part of that
0: amazing and then so I know that a lot of people were thinking well I don't know how to do that I don't know how to work any of that equipment I don't know oh I not either <laughs> so that's that's what I was going to ask like did you did he have to teach you did you have to work it out yourself like how does that work
1: yeah like I did not have a clue when I first met him I was like oh my god what am I doing here like how did I even get here mm-hmm. um and you know you don't really have time to almost like process it and practice you're just gonna go straight in and do it so I was like right okay just watched him do it a few times and there are still times where you're like oh damn I didn't you know put the right light on or I didn't do it right and that's fine like you know we just missed that shot whatever you move on but um the more you do it is yeah it gets easier but because we're doing so many shows a day after like the second day I kind of had it down like because you're having to do it so much and repeating it so much, you're like, okay, no, I I can do it now. But at the start, yeah, he just showed me and was like, and even now, sometimes he's like, oh, angle it like this a bit more. Oh, you're not because because from where I'm standing, you I can't, can't see. see. Yeah. yeah, so um, it's it's still like that now.
0: But, yeah, it's a te- it's teamwork. Yeah. That's the whole point exactly. of being an assistant. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when you're not doing fashion weeks, what kind of work are you doing then?
1: So I have a little studio space in Hackney. And I shoot there once a month, just like test shooting. I've got kind of over the years, I've found like a little group of people, like stylists, makeup artists, hairstylists, and we produce shoots together just for fun and creativity. And then, but the rest of the month, um, mainly assisting really, uh, a variety of different photographers and not just fashion really, do a lot of still life as well, which is great because you learn the technicality of still life is so different to fashion. So different. Yeah, it's so great to like, watch that and learn that as well. But um and a lot of travelling as well. Long days. you've got to be prepared for the long days. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, long days. I know that I've I've spoken (laughs) to a few friends of mine who went after you knew straight into working for like places like Big Sky Studios and yeah and those days are intense. I don't know if I would actually be able to hack it. I think that it sounds like ruling work. Um
1: I mean sorry, I forgot I forgot to mention as well, I'm a lighting technician at Big Sky. So when so it's quite nice that I have to think about it as, mm-hmm. as like, so I'm not an assistant. Um, the, the assistant of the photographer will come to us and say, you know, we need this kit and we'll go into the studio, set it up for them, get the kit together, um, things like that. And yeah. That's awesome.
0: Um, yeah. I had a question I was going to ask you and I completely left my oh, no. mind. Um, it'll come back to me. So okay. what do you think is the best part of assisting? I think
1: the, like, the amount you learn, I can't even like describe how much I've learned assisting um and also yeah, you just you there's no pressure, you get to come home at the end of the day and not think about that shoot because it's not yours. Yeah. Which I do also love because especially when you've done like like the other week I did twenty hours on set oh and god. I was just like, Oh my god, I just wanna sleep forever now. Um but and also I get to travel a lot which is nice even in the UK like one Mm. week like I'm off in Bristol the next I'm like up north so that's really nice I get to travel um which I probably would never have been to half the places I've been to if it wasn't for work
0: yeah and what are the not so good parts
1: um oh I mean again the long days I feel like you have to but you have to be prepared Mm -hmm. and at first I was not I would come home every day like I can't do this, like, I'm just gonna, I actually, at one point, was like, I'm just gonna have to get, like, a nine-to-five job, because this is too much, like, man. don't worry,
0: we all get those days, I <laughs> yeah. still get those days, I,
1: yeah, I still get those days, um, but then also, the, my favourite, favourite bit is, I'll just be in the shop, or, like, the hairdressers, and I'll see, like, a cover shoot I worked on, and I'm, like, oh, I assisted that, like, that's so cool, like, I get to see it in print, like, I didn't realise it was out, or, like, yeah. when you finally see it in print, or on a billboard, or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're, like, i i let that like i assisted on that and that's like it just feels so rewarding when you finally get to see it because on set behind the scenes yeah like it's an you know there's cables everywhere and lights mm. and stands and, and you don't get time to process it you're just running about the whole day so yeah seeing it's probably the best part
0: amazing i'd have remembered the question i was going to ask you okay. <laughs> um there's a lot of talk especially in like in the recent months i've seen about being a woman assistant versus mm. being a male assistant. And mm. I think that most assistants you see are men and most of the, obviously the, the top end photographers are yeah. shooting fashion tend to be men. You're yeah. a female assisting. Have mm-hmm. you ever come under any discrimination? Have you ever felt any kind of awkwardness or if, mm. what's been your experience as a woman being an you assistant? You know
1: what? I've never openly had discrimination for being female. Um, but I definitely every honestly ninety percent of the times I walk on set, people go, "Oh, are you hair and makeup," and I'm like, "No, oh production, no styling, no." I'm like, "Oh, I'm on the photo team." And they're like, "Oh, okay, nice to meet you." Like, yeah. I feel like that is quite a common thing I get. Mm-hmm. Um, not really. I I always get on well with everyone I work with, but yeah, I've actually never worked with another female assistant. Only ever guys on wow. set. Like, I've worked for female photographers, but yeah, no other assistants.
0: It's mad, um, isn't it?
1: I know. Yeah, and like that's the one thing. I'm. I'm always like. I want to be able to lift this. If the guys can do it, then I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, I'm very much like. There is no way I am letting them carry that and like not me if I can do it. Yeah, because that's uh, one of the
0: things I think that they say is to be an mm. assistant, you need to be a man because you need to be strong.
1: Yeah, but definitely.
0: I I'm not sure that's true.
1: I don't think that's true at all because technically, you you have to be able to, you know, know what you're doing because I know some big photographers who just have guys on set for like the muscle they're not mm. anything else yeah which is also great um that they can help with that and they're not actually assistants but they just you know there to help yeah um but yeah I don't know I obviously I do think boys do get on better like the vibes I get on set sometimes it, it is very male dominated and yeah. uh, sometimes I tend I tend to find myself like drawing back to like if there's females on set I end up sort of Hanging out with them. Yeah, More, I get on really well with all the guys I work with. But just naturally, I think um, I end up speaking to the girls a bit more just because I never get to work with girls. I'm like,
0: oh!
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: One thing I always see assistants have is kind of like a kit belt almost. Mm, Yeah. What sort of things should someone who wants to be a photo assistant have in their kit bag or essential bits of equipment?
1: I think when I first started I had nothing like mm-hmm. my kit was zero like I had literally I think I bought uh, I bought like a secondhand camera and that was it like had nothing for assisting mm-hmm. um and even now on each job I'm like oh I I want that like that's cool like I didn't think about that for mm-hmm. a job like how that would help and yeah I'd say once a month I'm still ordering stuff off of Amazon that I'm like oh this would be great for this shoot or like yeah. but my main things I have on my belt I have a Leatherman which is like a multi-tool pen yeah um a little torch um with like a dimmer on which is great for like focusing on points on the person or whatever yeah um heat proof gloves because if you're using like ari heads which yeah. are like hot lights uv gloves otherwise you're just going to burn yourself yeah. um definitely i'm trying to think what else i have i, I usually need some gaffer tape on me somewhere yeah, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> it's just stuck on your face <laughs> yeah yeah
1: literally just stuck to my jeans somewhere probably <laughs> um and i think that's it i don't yeah most of the stuff as well we like depends on the photographer but there's always we have different stations of where everything is. So, usually, you can just run and grab bits if you need, depending on who you're working for. Mm-hmm. Um, and good shoes. Oh my God. When I first started, I was like, I want to look trendy on set. I want to wear these shoes. And then I'd get home, like, my feet would be so sore because mm. I would literally do like 30,000 steps a day. So, then I think I literally got like a pair of sketches or something and I was like, this is heaven. I can work all week now. Like, <laughs> definitely recommend that
0: (laughs) amazing that's really good for people to know because I think that's if you can go into an assisting job even if it's your first one and already have like the Mm, basics like some good gloves a leatherman um some gaffer tape you'll really impress your photographer so that's really good for people to know
1: and you pick up little things along the way like little crop clips now I have a bag of them I don't even know where they've come from along the way like and they're handy for gels things like that and I think again it depends on the photographer but I, I yeah I and also a really good thing I think depending on where you are if you're on location I try and bring a speaker with me like just thinking about little things like oh they might want music set. if we're on location then I'll bring my portable speaker mm-hmm. and portable charges in case like the photographer forgot or like an umbrella if, like production haven't got them or yeah. you know
0: yeah no it's, just, it's it's really clever like you yeah. want to be the person that thinks of yeah. all the things that might not have been thought of so yeah
1: and most of these things like I actually already had that are just useful yeah uh, and another thing I found really handy that like most photographers I work for like really like is just like um lens wipes and yeah I've, I've got, got like, those everywhere of, like 200 mm. for, off amazon really cheap and they're just so handy like the amount of thing, not even just lenses like little bits that need cleaning mm. or I don't
0: know yeah I use them every single time one set amazing um so if someone wanted to get into assisting themselves cool. what advice would you give them
1: um I mean, you've just got to go for it. Like You've just got to throw yourself in. But again, find people you love and like. you love their work because you want to enjoy being on set and love what they're producing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you just won't you know, like it. Um, I think, yeah, just email, email, email. Like The amount of people that don't reply to me is nothing against me personally. It's just wrong place, wrong time, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So you've just got to keep going. And if someone says, oh, yeah, I've got nothing at the moment, but maybe one time and you've just got to keep emailing them back and be like, hi, me again. Like, you know, because most of the time when I get jobs from doing that, they go, Oh, thank goodness. Like, thanks you so much for like emailing me again yeah, because exactly. I completely forgot and I really need an assistant this weekend. Like
0: yeah. that's exactly yeah. what you did with me. Like I yeah. you emailed me completely out of the blue and I I didn't I didn't need an assistant at the time. Hmm. I haven't needed one for a little while. But cool. what I did is we met up for a coffee. We got on really well and I've added yep. you to my little list of people I can call on. and so in future when I get a job and I need an assistant and if you're free I know that I can call you and you'd be available
1: yeah definitely and another thing as well if you feel like you're not confident enough to be like to be on set as an assistant Mm -hmm. you could always just say um are you free could we maybe go for a coffee or a phone call just so I can hear about what it's like on set because it's what I want to do or can I just come along and, you know, maybe if you don't need a photo assistant, can I just, like I said earlier, come along and help and follow the other assistants around yeah. um, if if I can? And most of the time, you know, of course, a free pair of hands, like That's I feel the like people There's would say yes. There's
0: always a need for someone yeah. to do something, even if it's as simple as can you literally just stand here and hold this reflector? Or yeah. can you. Um, grab that blanket over there to keep the model warm it's just yeah. like if, if there's an extra pair of hands do something yeah or if you They'll hear someone things say things something and be like oh um we need someone to go and fetch that thing over there you can just be like oh i'm free i'll, I'll go do it
1: yeah because there is always something that needs doing like mm. it's crazy i feel like there can never be enough assistance on the set <laughs> yeah exactly
0: or even just offering to take behind the scenes footage yeah yeah a lot of photographers love that actually yeah, yeah. Because I mean I do I don't always Ooh. I can't it's the last thing I think about and it's always the first thing I think yeah. of when I get home I'm like oh I didn't take any photos because yeah, so I was so in the zone that I forgot about it yeah. and then if you if I I had a photographer come and help out a couple weeks ago on a shoot when I was at, just shooting in my home he was Ooh. free wanted to come along he took some really nice good photos not just your phone photos like proper. DS, yeah. DSLR, oh, nice. great shots of me shooting. And th- I am so appreciative of that because it yeah. makes me happy. It looks great. And I remember it. And yeah, I'll definitely call on him again. You always need
1: those kind of photos somewhere, like if it's for your website yeah. or, because people do want to see who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So there's always something that you can do, and I know that a lot of people will think they have to start small. But do you think that it's okay to just go straight in with the big boys, even if you're feeling like you're not necessarily the, like the top assistant? I
1: feel like it depends on how big are you talking, because obviously people like you know Nick Knight, yeah. David Sims, like they have their team, and it's kind of who you know with mm-hmm. them. That they don't want to just take someone on who they've never okay. met or heard of or like know how they work um and they need people on set who are like know what they're doing and they can work independently. Mm-hmm. So, I think n- maybe not like big big teams like that, but definitely big photographers. There's a lot of photographers who also who are huge on Instagram who you're like, whoa I could never work for them." And then I've worked for them and they're like they don't know a lot about the lighting things like that. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, I can actually be a great help to them." Like I didn't think I could, but I can. That's really so, cool yeah definitely don't underestimate like yourself because Mm -hmm. you've just got to throw yourself in and it also just say to them this is what I know this what you know tell them where you're at with it because being honest is great like you don't want to get on set and be like oh god I told them I could do this and I actually can't and now I don't know what I'm doing yeah um because you want to work for them again but yeah definitely just just throw yourself in you know they're either going to say yes or no and if they say yes then great like it's definitely worth a try I think Mm -hmm. so
0: I, I did that yeah, exactly. No, you've, you've done yeah. the right thing. There's another thing I wanted to mention is that if any photographers are listening that yeah. feel sort of awkward that they don't necessarily know how to light something, yeah. it's completely okay to hire an assistant for a day who might be a little bit more experienced with yeah. a light setup than you are, who's perhaps worked on set with some people who are a little bit more experienced, and have yeah. them help you and assist you in that way like there's absolutely yeah. nothing I know that a lot of photographers do will hire assistants based on their lighting knowledge like you're obviously a lighting uh, producer because yeah.
1: just... like they're definitely different careers like photographer and lighting are two different things yeah. and yeah it's great to have knowledge of the of both but being a you know a photographer and you have to be like the creative director almost mm-hmm. as well but lighting is yeah again I keep saying very technical that like you just know that side of things um so they are very different um it's great to bring those two together like just makes everything so much better
0: yeah exactly so i, I know that that's a very common thing so that's mm. that's really cool and i just wanted to highlight that if anyone was listening and thinking oh god I, i'm scared to have an assistant no, know more it's than me really well, that's common not, that's yeah not a bad between,
1: thing. yeah lighting t- like lighting assistants that is their job you know yeah. they're, they're there to light um and a lot of the time it the because i don't think i think a lot of photographers think oh i need to tell them what to do but you just say oh I want this can you do it and you go "Yeah, this and sometimes a lot of photographers I write a kit list for them so they don't have to you know if they're worried about not knowing everything like I'm just like this is a kit list of what we need Um, I think I've got everything and then I can produce this for you and like do it that way because most of the time lighting assistants are like willing to do that for you because they want the images to look great if they're working on it too
0: yeah definitely so it's their name behind the image as well yeah so in terms of photography, what is your goal as a photographer?
1: I, I feel like I always used to know. I always used to say, I really want to be a high-end fashion photographer. But it changes on a weekly basis. <laughs> uh, you know, in the, within five, like, I feel like I have more like five-year goals than like long-term goals. Mm-hmm. I would love to go and assist in like New York or LA, something like that maybe. Yeah. Um, I would love to test more and actually, or even just get paid to shoot more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and assist bigger teams maybe like be a first assistant to like someone full-time
0: can you explain Um, what the difference between first second oh yeah sorry um
1: so some photographers depending on how big they are as a photographer and how big their projects are they'll have a first assistant second assistant and usually a third assistant and then bigger teams might have more but um, the first assistant is the one who's responsible usually for like getting the kit together you know organizing so different lighting companies to come and drop it off you know floor plans for lighting they they're the ones who really know know everything and then they delegate to the ones below Mm -hmm. so they'll they're the sort of people you go to and they tell you okay so we need to do this you know we need to put this setup
0: up bloody blah. blah." they're almost like a project manager of the whole yeah
1: that's so true um and they're the sort of person because that's what i really feared if i didn't know anything i was like oh no i have to go to the photographer and tell her i don't know this but like there's always a first assistant and you can go Hey, um, sorry, what does that mean? Or like what yeah. can I what can I do? And that's what, what really made me feel more relaxed because I was like, Oh, no, I I can I'm allowed to not know this because there are there is like three of us on set here. Like yeah. I don't have to know everything and the pressure's a bit off. Yeah.
0: Um Yeah. So sorry, go back to what your goals are as for your career. Oh, yeah. Um
1: Yeah, so I I would love to be a fashion photographer in the future. Um um produce, you know, campaigns, things like that. Um, but definitely travel more, like I've never been to LA or New York. I'd love to travel there for work. Um, Yeah, traveling more, I think, for now, is the goal. Like, I love doing that. Amazing.
0: Well, that sounds amazing. Thank you so much. You've given us so much information about assisting. And I think (laughs) I've learned some things. I'm sure that everyone else who's listening has definitely learned some stuff. (laughs) Where can we all stay in touch with you and, like, follow you on your journey?
1: So Instagram, I feel like, is what everyone, you know, Mm -hmm. follows everyone on. Um, I'm Grace Hodgson Photo on there. And then my website is www.gracehodgson.com.
0: Perfect. Well, I'm going to link all that in the show notes anyway, so anyone who wants to come and follow you or ask you to assist them or whatever they may need, um, they can find the links there. Thank you so much, Grace. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Did you know that I have an Amazon shop where you can actually browse all the gear and the books that I recommend? I get asked all the time, what camera I use to shoot with, what lens I'm using or where I buy my film or recently what book I'm reading and now I can show you all in one place. If you do take a look and you buy anything, I I get a small commission from Amazon and that helps me so much with all the content I produce for you guys for free. I love creating this podcast but it does take a lot of time so if I get any commission from anything you buy through Amazon it makes a world of difference to me. So next time you need a new book to read or you want to buy a new lens maybe think about heading to my Amazon shop and buying something through there. The link is amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Olivia Bossett or you can just click the link in the show notes and head to it there. Thank you so much.